0: Welcome to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am Jeff Garcia, your host for today's episode and the lead writer manager at the Spurs Zone, which you can find at Newsforce San Antonio and Fox29Sanantonio.com. Well, the offseason is here and preseason is just days away. Yeah, yeah, days away. Less than a little over 20 more days, and we'll get some silver and black action. But as the new season Inches closer to us, uh, there's still some question marks uh, to be asked, or at least answered in this situation, when it comes to the roster, and in particularly Derek White. And that's who we're going to put on the hot seat today, uh, the young fella, White. Is he ready? Is he getting too much attention? Is he not getting enough attention? Is he simply going to be the player the Spurs hope he will be after a terrific season in Austin, in the G League. So to join me is, uh, once again, the triple threat, the Triple Js, myself, Jim Lefko, my colleague over at News 4 San Antonio, and, of course, Joe Garcia of Two Shots
1: Podcast. Jim, how you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for including me on the show today.
1: Not a problem. Joe, how's it going? I'm doing good, man. G- great to be here.
0: Well, Joe and Jim, um, as I've teased in the intro, uh, Derek White, uh, sa- it sounds like, and it's all indications – pointing to the fact that Derek could be getting some significant time on the court. So with that being said, Joe, I'm going to start off with you. What are your thoughts on him? What do you think about this kid? Do you think he's ready? What did you take away from his play in the Summer League, the G League? And do you think it will translate this coming season?
1: I liked a lot of what I saw out of Derek White in the G League and in the Summer League. Uh, The kid has a lot of courage, doesn't really have a lot of fear plays with a lot of energy, um, and he looks like he's going to be a promising young player. Um, is it too much, you know, to say that he's going to be a legitimate NBA superstar? I think it might be because it's early in his career. Um, you know, he's still, you know, real young, and it's an inexperienced when it comes to you know trying to fit him into the Spurs roster somewhere and giving him legitimate minutes. So I think it might be too soon for us uh, trying to put a label on him. But I do like what he can bring to the game. I like the possibilities uh that he has as far as growth goes. Uh, I think he's going to be one of these pl- players that will flourish in the Spurs system, but he still probably needs another year or two before we actually see him uh flourish into this, you know, I guess Spurs style of player that we're we're used to seeing. So, he still needs some yeah. time. You know, Jim,
0: uh, you know, you look at what he did in Austin, uh, guiding uh, Austin to a G League title last season, and then the regular season averaging close to 25 points per game, 4.8 rebounds, 4 assists. that's again in the G League, how much stock should Spurs fans take in what he did in Austin and versus what he possibly can do on the NBA stage?
2: I think it was a good indicator of uh, the talent he possesses. That uh, keep in mind, the, uh, the talent pool that he was competing against was obviously lesser than the you will know, face in the NBA. Uh, he only averaged about three points a game in 17 games uh, against the big boys. And uh, maybe if you, uh, you know, temper the enthusiasm from the stats he developed in the G League versus uh, maybe some pessimism over the stats he produced in the NBA, you'll, you'll find really where the norm is. And what I need to see is, is him doing it on a regular basis uh, against the guys that are making the big money. Um, you know, he's, he's shown not only is he good in G League action, but in summer league play. And again, these are the folks that are all trying to prove themselves and earn in a roster spot. Um, so I, I think he's proven that he belongs. Now we have to see what kind of role he can play. Can he be part of the, uh, the nine- or ten-man rotation uh, that's counted on every night to uh, help decide uh, the outcome of the game? Or is he uh, you know another year away and is he more of a garbage-time player where he's picking up minutes when the outcome has already been decided? I think that's what training camp and the preseason will, will hopefully show us.
0: It, you know, it's not just the Spurs that are seemingly high on Derek White. Uh, you look at um, the men, the U.S. national team, the Team USA. They invited uh, Derek White to uh, try out at least
2: for the uh, for the squad. Jim, how big is that? I think it's significant. Uh, I think uh, Van Gundy, Jeff Van Gundy, is the coach of that team, and he's obviously uh, you know been around the NBA as both a coach and a broadcaster. Um, it, it's good exposure. Um, it'll be good for him to play again with players that. You know, are certainly a step below, uh, you know, uh, all star NBA level, but uh, good young players. Uh, he can get uh, some confidence. Uh, his stats, again, should be solid. And again, it's one more step in the maturation process to see if he really can contend for uh, backup point guard status. And that's a big question for the Spurs because, you know, right now behind DeJounte Murray, uh, we know how Patty Mills. Uh, played Last year, and uh, I think a mm-hmm. lot of people think he's probably better at the two guard. But right now, you probably have to pencil him in as the backup point guard until we see what uh, what Derek White can bring. And if White does blossom and emerge, then uh, maybe he becomes the, the number two point, and uh, and Mills goes back back to the, to the shooting guard spot where he's more comfortable. Joe, uh, you, you Jim mentioned
0: already a guy or Patty Mills, you know, but those other guards they're going to be also competing for some time out there. You got Brent Forbes. Um, I spoke to Brent Forbes a couple of times in the last couple of seasons, and he's always told me during his time in Austin, um, the Austin coaching staff slash Spurs coaching staff uh, were always telling him, you know, you got to learn how to play point. You got to learn how to play point. That's going to bring you to your next level. So how big is Joe knowing that he's going to face some good competition in training camp? Brent Forbes, uh, you know, Patty Mills you know you know Dejounte Murray you, you do you think this is going to mold him or do you still think he needs to be sent to Austin next season
1: I think it's still he still needs a little bit of uh you know development uh, if he gets sent to Austin uh, I think that would be actually good for him because he still needs to get some much needed playing time and if he stays you know here with the San Antonio Spurs for most of the season he's just going to be right the bench he's not really going to get all these minutes that you know let's say uh somebody of of the caliber of DeJounte Murray's going to get, or even Bryn Forbes, for example, you know, so he needs to stay fresh. He needs to stay in game shape. And, you know, it's not a a jab at him saying that, Oh, you still need development. You need to go to the G league. All this is, is like, you know, Jeff said, it's, it's part of the maturation process. It's part of, you know, learning. And I think the more he learns, the better he's going to get as a player. Um, I'm actually expecting, Bryn Forbes to have a much improved season uh, over last season. I think this year he's going to have a a, a better uh, let's say I, I better go at it when it comes to shooting. Uh, the shooting was kind of hit or miss, but I think this year there's going to be a lot more competition for the, guard, the backup guard position so Derek White has his work cut out for him.
0: Yeah, Derek White uh, definitely has his work cut out for him. Jim but when you look at him, he's six foot four. You know, listed at at one ninety. He's still young. He's just still a baby. And we talked about what he did in Austin and the phenomenal numbers he put up. But is there an area of, of his game that he needs to work on heading into training camp? If you're his coaching staff, if you're his agent, if you're his corner guy, won't you tell him, look, if you're going go to go in that training camp, they're high on you. You need to do X, Y, and Z. What would be, that be for Derek White, Jim?
2: Well, uh, first of all, you you referred to him as a baby, and uh, he's 24 Um, NBA standards. uh, When you get these guys in the league who are three twenty. 20 uh, I'm not sure I I go along with him being a baby. I think uh, the fact that he is 24 and spent some time in college uh, at Colorado, I think he is ready to make that next step. As to what part of his game needs to be improved, um, you know, it always starts with defense. If you want to get on the court, if you're you know playing for the Spurs, and I think that's where the defensive intensity. uh, He knows the system now. He knows that that'll get him on the court uh, because he's a good scorer. Uh, I don't know that I would characterize him as a total pure shooter at this point. So certainly uh, anybody can improve their their outside shooting, but he knows how to get to the hole and he can put the ball in the basket. Um, so I think if that's a given and that's only going to improve as he uh, works with the Spurs coaches, then it comes down to the intensity on the defensive end. And if he could become anything close to you know a defensive stopper, a shutdown kind of guy for even a, a short amount of time, that's how he's going to see increased court time, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, when I, when I say baby, I guess I'm just showing my age right now because when I do talk to these guys, I feel like, oh, my goodness, I am old. When I, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, we had a very small sample size, uh, Jim, uh, during his uh, playing time with the San Antonio Spurs. As you only appeared in 17 games, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, shot 48%, you know, but still, you know, you've balanced that with the amount of time he got um, on the court during the regular season and some, and a little bit during the postseason. he had a team high, at least a season high for him in points at 14 versus Houston. But, uh, you know, for me, I just like to see the Spurs, you know, show confidence in him, maybe exercise a little patience with him. Uh, We know he has the tools we know he can do it. He's proven it in Austin. He's proven it in the summer leagues. Um, now it's his time to shine. And with the Spurs going in the, in the young direction, a youth movement, so to speak, a rebuild, he could be a part of that. Joe, would you consider Derek White a guy that Spurs fans could look ahead into the season as a player to watch? Or is it somebody else?
1: I think he can be one of these players to keep an eye on. Yeah, somebody to watch. Uh, let's see how he comes out this season and develops. Um, but one of the other players I think uh, we need to keep an eye on is going to be, like I said before, Bryn Forbes. And I think it's going to be great as far as the development for Derek White to have somebody like a Bryn Forbes. You know, maybe have a breakout season and play really well because that's just going to force Derek White to elevate his game that much more. You know, you, you want competition because competition, especially when it's coming from within your own team, it makes you better. And and that's what I'm looking for from Derek White this season.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I've i talked to his uh his former coach, his former college coach uh, last season, and one thing he's he told me was that he wishes uh one area that Derek could improve on is just his I guess, emotions, you know, to show a little bit more fire. Um, He said he's a very quiet guy. He's very uh, shy. uh, You know, one of his weaknesses, at least his college coach told me, was public speaking. If you go back and look at the video of uh, his jersey being retired at, um, oh, I forgot the initial college he was at. Uh, Forgive me. I'm pretty sure Jim or Joe will correct me. But it was before he transferred to Colorado. Um, He manned a few words, very you know brief quick thank you and that's it i almost got scared i thought oh my god is this leonard again but no this is not it um i would like to see him become a little bit more vocal this uh, you know it's going to be hard you know with the guys like lamarcus and powell and Demar, you know guys that we presume would be the vocal leaders but maybe that's the way he could stand out jim what do you think
2: well you know the client, as you're talking about his personality, I uh, was yeah. handling Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, and uh, you know, <laughs> for for better or for worse, I don't know that you need to have a Type A personality to be a, a star player. And yeah. sometimes uh, when you're, you're in a reserve, when you're you know looking for time, when you're trying to fit in, I think uh, not being the loudest guy in the locker room could be an asset. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know that I would hold that against him. I uh, think he seems like a dedicated kid. He seems mm-hmm. like a typical spur in terms of wanting to hang out in the gym during the off season. You know, a gym rat. Um, so mm-hmm. Again, I don't see that as, as a real problem. Uh, that he's not particularly articulate, uh, and the times that I've seen him in the locker room, he's, he seemed engaging. Uh, mm-hmm. Dealing with the, the media is not, you know, his preferred uh, or, or public speaking is not at the top of his list of priorities. But I, I don't think that's going to affect him on the court. As long as, as the coaching staff always says, as long as they can talk to their teammates on the court, I think that's what's most important. Um, so, and, and your question about where he started his career, he played at uh, Colorado Springs. Thank uh, you.
0: That's where I was.
2: Yeah, uh, I think it was a Div- division Division Two school for for Thank a couple you. Of years. So, uh, but he did get experience at the with the Colorado Buffaloes and played quite well there. So his his pedigree is strong. And uh, yeah, if he's not going to be the the team spokesman, uh, I think the the Spurs are fine with that.
0: Joe, what are you predicting for Derek White as the season draws near?
1: I'm predicting that he's going to be a much improved player. You know, like I said again, competition from coming from within your own your own team from your teammates, it's just going to make him better. You know, and I think one of the things that he's going to improve upon this year is going to probably be his defense. Because, like Jim hinted at, if you're going to want to play and get quality minutes within the Spurs system, you need to show Coach Pop that you can go out there and play defense because he likes it when guys do the little things. You know, not necessarily scoring point, points and spades, but going after the loose balls, going after rebounds, you know, playing great defense, not making mistakes, not doing silly things on the court as you know picking up two or three quick fouls in a row he wants players out there that know the game and that can play great within the Spurs system I think that Derek White has had a lot of playing time and I think right now we're going to see what he actually has learned you know over the course of the last couple seasons come to fruition this coming season so I look forward to him kind of coming into his own All right. Um, Jim, you get the final word.
2: Yeah, I I think this is going to be a good transition year for him. Uh, Last year, it was uh, finding out how pro basketball works. Uh, This year, it's can he elevate his game? And, uh, you know, you asked before what specific area. I think, uh, upon further review, I think it's all facets of the game. Playing with confidence on the court, um, showing you can shoot the ball. Uh, You know, you look at some of the statistics from last year, Uh, you know, was he playing against A level players or was he playing against, uh, you know, other G League call ups? So I think this year you're going to see nothing in the game both uh, what he can bring and and the people he's going up against. If he gets more quality minutes in in situations that are more pivotal, he'll be going up against more talented players, and we should get a good uh, view of uh, how, how much he's grown since his rookie season.
0: Well, there you have it. Uh, you got Jim's opinion and his prediction for Derek White, and Joe Garcia's prediction for Derek White. But we need to hear what you think about the young guard who could be looking at some a lot of time on that court next season. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffGSpursZone or email me at JeffGarcia74 at gmail.com. Uh, Jim, let's we'll start off with you. How can fans interact with you and talk
2: about Derek White or anything else about San Antonio? Uh, best ways on Twitter at Jim Leco. Joe.
1: And they can look us up on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Two Shots Podcast, all spelled out T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S podcast. And you can also look us up on the World Wide Web at Two TwoShotsSA.com.
0: There you have it. So for Joe Garcia and Jim Lefko I am Jeff Garcia. and We're going to put a lot on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.